he shat in a bag. <laughs> and he fucking slung it. Okay, guys, and welcome back to Dear Me Pendle Revisited. It's part two of our bank holiday special on the class of Holbridge. So coming up now, we've got the rest of our interview with the superb Royce Aldridge. Hope you enjoyed it. And part one, I think you'll agree. He was certainly good value for, our, for having as our first guest. Um, and then we've got our top five feature coming up. So enjoy. Who was the three players? If you can name three, two or three, four, whatever. Um, players yeah. just that you liked playing with, just you you like turning up to pen, uh, the match on a yeah. Sunday, going, oh, he's here, lovely, or he's starting, lovely. Just well, talk like, us through a few players you like playing to be honest, with. Yeah, I love playing with everyone, but it's like you said, like to, for me, like to turn up and like, I obviously, I always wanted to win. I, I like, there's no doubt about it, and it was good to have players around me. And two names stick out because where obviously I played, I played up front, and they played right next to me, like Jack and Bill were like, they were good, good players. There's no doubt about it. They were decent. And the only, it obviously, we was nowhere near as good. But the only way I can describe us three as a front three is like Mane, Salah and Firmino. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Bold. They, they, they were yeah. for me. They were wide too. And I was more like Bobby. I was holding it up. Do you know I, I, think, I, mean? <laughs> I think Jack would uh, take that as well. <laughs> yeah. but, like, no, they scored goals. And, like, I was always like an eight, 12 goal season, man. But Jack, I think one season, Jack got like 20 like, of goals. Do you know what I mean? And I was more, I more set up goals and assisted goals. Than I did score goals. But to play with them too, like, they were very yeah. good footballers. Like, I played a good standard on a Saturday. I was for Brady Town. And, they could have easily paid that standard then, so they were very, very good. Yeah, I mean, it was... Yeah. It's interesting you say that. I mean, obviously, um, Bobby Firmino weren't about. He might have been lurking in the bushes <laughs> at Holy Cross watching a young Royce Oldbridge <laughs> play and, and thought, I fancy moulding myself on that, man. But that's a that's a probably... A, you know, I, I think we, we used to probably compare you a bit more to probably Berbatov at the time. I took Berbatov. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, you could, you know, and don't take this the wrong way at all, but it was like you were one of those players that you could see that all of a sudden, if if it didn't quite come off for you, all of a sudden people go, you didn't care or you weren't trying. And I never, and I'll be, you know, I never thought that was the case. I could always see you wanted to win um, and you really did care about what was going on. But because you were quite, you know, your body language was quite relaxed and, uh, you know, it came across sometimes that, it could come across a little bit like Berbatov, yeah. so I think that's why that sort of comparison. Yeah. But you know, like you say now, probably Bobby <laughs> Firmino, um, um, he, he may well have been watching. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have minded if Bill or Jack had had a left foot like Salah. Yeah, Jack, Jack did have a left uh, foot. Just had their Jack right foot. Many different goals. To be fair, Jack was a very good player. Yeah. Like, but another person yeah. I'd like to add before yeah. them two signed, we like I was playing up front and. I think Jim was another person that I quite enjoyed playing with. He worked hard and he scored a goal. And if it, I'm only looking at it from where I was playing on the pitch, like I was playing with them sort of players. Like I appreciate the other players. Like I think when we signed Tom Malcolm and him and Ben were at the back, I thought they were a great partnership at the back. Do you know what I mean? And there's great partnerships all over the pitch, but yeah. for me, I think them front three stand out for me. Like what who I played with, and I agree. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, and I, I definitely would say, and no offence to Jim, I would definitely say like Jack and Bill would probably make most people's lists. I think with, with Jim, it was like, he could have a 9 out of 10 game or a 6 out of 10 game, but you, you wanted him hard, in that team mate. because you know he had it. All right, he had a temper on him and that, but I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> but um, no. no, it's just obviously at the time that those three players stand out for me, to be fair, that I played with and I thought, yeah, I enjoyed playing with at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's superb. Totally I'd have definitely preferred um, turning up and seeing Jim on our team. Oh, than yeah, definitely. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all would, but uh, yeah, no, he's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Um, and sort of just moving on from that, we're going to talk about, you said about the goal scorers. Um, just talk about some of your favourite goals personally and just a couple of um, club yeah. goals. I not I did score, but I didn't score a lot. But there was none that I I thought I'd. I remember scoring a goal again over the Chichester, and um, I did get a hat trick that day. But I don't know who we played against. I think it might have been pro in their early days. I think we did give them a bit of a tank in. It was over the Chichester. I'm sure it was. But um, mm. there was another goal that um, we turned up and we t- played a team in red and black, and it was over Holy Cross, and it was on the second pitch. We played on. Number three pitch was the first ever pitch that we played on, wasn't it? And then we moved to the other pitch. Yeah. And um, I remember we played yeah. a team in red and black and they were bottom of the league or something like that. I think I think it might have been Lee Chapel or something like that. And I remember uh, Paul saying, I'm going to put Royce and Bill on the bench today. And it got to half-time and we was 1-0 down and we wasn't playing very well. And then I remember coming on and literally my first touch of the game, we went at a three-on-three. I remember Harry Ranger had it and he played it wide to me. And I hit first time on the edge of the box and it bent round the keeper and went in and that was a fun goal. I, I enjoyed that one. And I think the other one that was quite enjoyable, I remember we played, this was early on before my other Holbridge mates signed, I played in goal and um, we had a game and it went to extra time and it went to penalties, if you can remember. And I had a penalty in the penalty shoot. I was goalkeeper. <laughs> And I remember people saying, like, what's the goalkeeper doing? Now, I proper rifled it top pins as well. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? That's set me up. But I didn't save the bean after that. But Brownie going, fucking hell. This, this lad needs to take... You were like, I'll take a penalty. Paulie's going, hang on, what? You're a goalkeeper. And Brownie's going, did you not see him in the warm-up? He smashed four in the top bins every time. And I think you were the only one who did score a penalty. I didn't save one, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, yeah, no. very rare Leave time that next to time, to be fair. Uh, and what about some other Pendle goals that, that stand I out that you love played, being, um, being at sea? When we first started, not first started, when we started getting that team together, that we won the cup final and things like that, a couple of seasons before, there was a team in the Prem and they were a very good side. I can't remember what, who they were called, though. And they had a big ball geezer in midfield and they they've been they won the league loads of times. We played them and we yeah. played them on not pitch three, it was the other pitch we played them on. And I remember within the first five minutes I went one on one with a goalkeeper and their centre half brought me down. He got sent off within the first five minutes. And I remember we and we yes, had a bit of need yeah. that B team anyway in the past. And I remember we absolutely trounced them like eight two that day. And Penn played centre-half and Penn right, managed yeah. to get a hat-trick that day. <laughs> I remember the goal <laughs> with the build-up to it as well. And 
basically we had a call, they had a corner and they crossed it in and we cleared it and it landed to Jack. He gave it to Bill and we counted so quick and I was up top on my own. And then they give it to me, and all of a sudden I've seen someone out of nowhere, and I've played it first time because it's like I thought I'll play it first time. I've played it first time, and it was Ben running through with <laughs> Where's he come from? <laughs> and I remember he's going one on one for his, oh, hat- I remember, remember that for his hat trick, and he's one on one with the keeper, and he's dinked him absolutely <laughs> lovely. It was the counter attack, <laughs> such a quick counter. And- I would never have looked round and passed the first time and thought, fucking hell, Ben. And it was. And mm. it was a great goal. And also, I, I did, I do remember the cup final goal. And that was a big, that was a big goal. Like, I remember hitting it and going across goal and keep yeah. saving it. And then Jack just run in and hit in, basically. Mm. And it was... But, Royce, this is why we started this podcast, because your memory is there. Of, of Benno, I mean, it didn't even come into my and Ryan's yeah. mind when we were playing in this weeks ago. And the minute you said the centre-half getting sent off, it took me straight back to the game. And yeah. I, I can remember most of the game now. And this is why we're doing it. And this is why we, we've, we've got guests on and we're going to have more guests on because it's so hard to remember everything, especially we were there the 10 years. And what you've done is is, is created yeah. a fantastic moment for everyone to remember. Um, any any other little bits and pieces, um, moment-wise, good moments? Yeah, was, honestly, that's freaking loads. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's hard to pick out from. But, yeah, just, yeah. I, I, I think personally, yeah. I think in the two, I think we had a great two-year period where in that time we also signed... Joe Fran, Tom Malcolm and Harry. And I think when we signed them three with Dell as well, I think we got, and I think that was our greatest team that we had at that point. And when it was all gelled together, and I'd say that two years, I yeah. really, really enjoyed. And in that two years, we obviously won the cup. Just funny moments like John, before he left for the army, he seemed like he was leaving for the army every fucking year. But... At the time, we had so many send-off rooms, it was fucking ridiculous. But he scored that goal. And I think, yeah. also, you talked about the other week, the stumble goal was yeah. a great goal. And, like, me and the other yeah. boys were yeah. going to get me in stumble. Yeah. We were sitting there, and the kid just started whacking himself and hitting himself. And I remember being in the car on the way home. We all went, who the hell is that bloke? And we never realised how important that he was actually going to be. Do you know what I mean? He he made so many fun memories. Like yeah. I can name two memories now that I'll never forget, which just pick out for me. Like <laughs> the one where you, I remember going down the crane and we all sat down and you went, right boys, you've got, you've got to see this. Right? He's shatting a bag <laughs> and he's fucking slung it. And he launched it across these gardens. And I'm just watching the video on your phone. And I'm just looking at the police. And I'm just like, what the hell? And the second time was we all went Bee Festival. And oh. him and that, that crocodile fun, oh. honestly. Just <laughs> <laughs> up. But funny geezer. Definitely a funny, funny geezer. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna gonna switch the question on its head now and uh any any big regrets or, or howlers and when I say regrets I mean like, like on field stuff or anything related to the actual the football side of uh Pendle and any howlers from um, yourself you can remember, any bad decisions. I always 
I was I wanted to win, and I was a bit of a moaner. That's that. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I did upset people, right? Not because I wanted to be a prick. I just on the pitch, I just maybe moaned at a few people more than what I should have done, maybe. And yeah, like I, d- I don't think I have any regrets in the sense of playing for the team or anything like that or any howlers. I never got sent off, but yeah, maybe in the sense that like I did love a moan up. That was probably one of the things that pissed a few people off. Right? Can you remember a howler from him? Uh, no, I mean, I would. I wouldn't say any sort of certainly not in goal. I don't remember too many. You know, anything that springs to mind uh, in goal, and that's probably the first thing that, that comes to mind when you say the word howlers. Um, it was your horrendous. penalty record wasn't but fantastic, did... right? <laughs> You, I, really, I really <laughs> hope that wasn't going to come You used to bag up. a lot of rebounds. Uh, the only other thing I'd say that, that stuck out was towards the end, that day there was a little bit of tit for tat on the pitch and you uh, you went right back or left back and you played a, a cross-field ball and set up their centre forward. Do you remember that? <laughs> what was your favourite position, Royce? Were you, you know, because you played... Sort of as the as the main single man up yeah, front, but then you also played a little wide left, wide right, or like, in the ten. Paul always loved the four five one, like three in the midfield and then two wide men and one up top. And he played me up front on my own for a long time, and I liked that position. But I had no problems. I played right and left quite a lot, to be honest with you, as well. Because I think by at the end he played Jay centre forward and he pushed me right and Bill left because I think Jack had a bit of an injury mm. last season. I think. And I did go right, but I never yeah. had a problem like playing mm. anywhere there. Like it never like bothered me, phased me. Like so, so what would have been your your ideal setup? It that, that doesn't matter necessarily who, but where where would you have rather I, I, played? I, I played centre forward, and that's I was that's where I wanted to play, and that's where he played me. Do you know what I mean? And do you think we might have been more successful with you centre forward with you? What I'd call an old school sort of Shearer Sheringham formation, someone bang on you, you know, like a. Like a two up front He's sort of good thing. Example. Big man, like little a two large. up front. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, the, yeah. That's large, yeah. Crouch Defoe sort of thing. He did play me and Jim up front early on in the days. Ricky left and he played me. In, I, I do remember having a season with me and Jim up front. And I did enjoy playing with Jim. There was no mm. doubt about it. And he was a lot smaller than me, obviously. He like, was taller. And I did have a good relationship. I, I did honestly enjoy playing with him. And obviously, then when we moved to Jack and Phil, they were. They were both very quick, and he decided to change it to like four three three four five yeah. one kind of thing for most of them. If you were, if you had, but, but um, yeah. yeah, I, I was. No. I, I would. Yeah, no. I think we won the cup final playing the four three three pretty much. Jack and Bill either side of me pretty much. I think that was. I think in that two year period, I think us three up front, just them two either side of me was probably our best. Formation, if you if you put it to be honest, you go and, and sort of similar subject. What do you feel yourself? You gave and brought to the to the club. Well, over I just the years? think what I, would you, I was, your legacy. I, be? I was always there. I never like I hardly ever missed the game. I think I was there like quite. I was there played for Pendle for about eight nine years. I think it was, and I don't think I hardly ever missed the game. I was I was very consistent playing and. As much as I moaned, I always was a team player. I, I was never greedy or anything like that. Like if there was a one on one, a two on one, I'd always square it to whoever it was. I wouldn't be greedy or anything like that. I, I was for the team, but yeah, that was a 
pretty much it, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, fantastic. And what about on the actual field itself with your, your attribute-wise? What did you feel you, you know, was your, oh, your positives and your, your, your sort of like, weapons for the team? Like, I was a good footballer. The thing that let me down, I, was never, I wasn't very quick. That was my problem. I wasn't the quickest. But when it comes... Mm. You you'll never you'll never be that quick when you're short to that low round <laughs> fucking ankles, mate. To be fair, <laughs> you will look like you're running through treacle but if you're waist with that barn just above well. your knees. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like, I, like even with the Saturday team, <laughs> I, for, I always played up front on my own with the Saturday team, and I just felt that my football brain. I was I was never quick, but I knew how to play football. And when, when you first sort of heard about. Um, oh, the podcast, mate. What was your thoughts? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, from my opinion, like, I don't know if it's anyone else's, but my opinion, I really enjoyed the six, seven, eight years that we played, like, and we were close. Like, I really enjoyed going down the crane and getting to know people and going away together and doing all those things. Like, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And once you, I found out you were doing the podcast, like, I was like, I'm tuning in. No doubt about it. I'll be listening. Uh, Roycey, I just want you to summarise your thoughts and if anything Ryan's got to ask and I've got a final question for you at the end, but just, just summarise the lot, mate, if you can. group of friends, we enjoyed each other's company, we had banter on the pitch and just just the good camaraderie, you know what I mean? We were just a good bunch of lads and it was a shame that it ended all the way it did and I'm pretty damn sure, like, if anything was to come about, everybody would be bang up for, like, a remeet and a gathering, do you know what I mean? It was just a good time and eight years that I've thoroughly enjoyed and met some proper characters in those eight years as well. And Yeah, just some lovely people. Lovely. You know, it feels like if we were to do something to get together and once all this shite's over with with a lockdown and everything... Um, if we could get yeah. together for a fucking charity match or a pit and a piss up, oh, definitely. Um, it seems Any like there's a fucking a appetite up, for it, which is which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 that actually that was going to be my um, my last question, and it was going to be um, Rossi. Word answer: Can we do a reunion charity match? We can. <laughs> And so we come again to our new feature, Pendle Top Fives. Um, this week we've we've got one of our own that we've picked, um, one dear to our heart. We've picked our top five favourite players that we enjoyed playing with. I'm sure we'll have various reasons behind it. Um, yeah. Uh, again, I haven't really got mine in any list, Kenzie, so I'm sure you've got yours in an order. So you start with your uh, your number five and I'll chip in if they're the same or drop one of mine in. Yeah, to be honest as well, it's 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 sort of four and then my main person I like playing with, to be honest with you. Um, but for me as a footballer, I, I, it was always about the people that could help me or the team out on the pitch. And um, for me, whenever he was on the pitch, I felt like we had a chance of winning the game. And that was Jack, unfortunately. He, he's come up again in the list. And that is someone who, if Jack could play, I was happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair play. Yeah, no, he, again, we're not going to talk too much more. And we've spoken about him plenty as it is. And he knows we love him. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, fantastic. But I, I went with a different centre forward for... And Jack was... And I sort of went for... I've got a couple of... Um, 
centre forwards in my list, but but one of them I had was was Ricky actually. Funny enough, oh, right, yeah. Um, and the main reason for Rick was as someone playing at the back um, or in goal, he gave you straight away a focal point to aim for. Yeah, um, you know he was a target man who you could you could pick out and spot you could spot him straight away. Yeah, um, easy enough. And he was someone you could you could you could hit a ball to, but. He also had that sort of maverick ability about him, whereby you never quite knew what you were going to get. He was, you know, he rarely had an awful, awful game. But, you know, he did have a game where he'd be fucking wild and the tackles would be flying in. And that, you know, that brought its own, you know, Sunday league magic about it. But then yeah. he was, he also had the ability to fucking score worldies. He was, you know, we probably did compare him. We compared him a lot to Dean Ashton. <laughs> yes. yes. I remember, but... He was, yeah. um, you know, he was sort of, there was a Rooney about him in that he was fiery, liked to get around the pitch as much as he could, um, but, you know, he could fucking just score an absolute worldy goal out of nowhere, and I, I love yeah. that in a player. Yeah, and, you know, we spoke last week about people that we missed. I mean, you know, we like playing with someone that we miss so much. I mean, what an absolute player. Yeah. So next on my list, in, in sort of no particular order, similar reasons to Jack, really, if, if he's there... I'm happy, and one of the best players that was at Pendle was Ben. Yeah, yeah, Ben was on my list, and he started off as um, Royce pointed out, right midfield. I don't know if that quite suited Ben, especially as you know you saw his qualities in the air and how strong he was when he moved to centre half, which I felt suited him more. But um, you know, he, he, he where he was young and he was strong and he was fairly quick, you know, fantastic sort of acquisition at right midfield. But when he moved centre-half and then when we eventually found that pairing of him and Tom Malcolm, I thought, right, absolutely fantastic. And Ben, you know, he was just one that if he was there, I felt we had a good chance of keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, like we, like we said the other week, you know, he was a, a 7 out of 10 and never any lower, really, Ben. And, mm. and funny enough, Royce, you know, Royce said about playing right midfield, that, I did, that was why I had him in my list, because at the time he was playing right midfield, I was playing right back. Yeah. And I loved that little, you know, I loved having him there as a, you know, it was a lovely little fucking comfort blanket for me, because he was so good defensively, that I could pull him, you know, pulling him in to fucking tuck in and help out when I was up against the fucking winger with any sort of little bit of pace about him I could pull Ben Ben in to, to help me out but he was you know but yeah and obviously then playing in goal mm. without having him as a centre half mm. it, was, it was fantastic he got us out of a lot of trouble yeah uh, absolutely fantastic player loved having him around third one on your list yeah well this is this is a bit of a dual name it's not so much the person it's it's the position they played and it's the two that spring to mind and being on the left midfield Left back, I, I liked playing with someone in front or behind me that I could trust or that covered me or, or was happy for me to cover them. And at the time, it was either Charlie or Lance. Whoever was played there in that last few years, in the more successful years, um, I just felt if one of them went, I had that natural ability to, to sort of just, just step back and sort of hold up a bit, let them go roaring forward, you know. And that makes your game a bit more enjoyable. Even though you want to get forward yourself, you knew that if you really had to put the burners on and, and you really went for it and you knew you was leaving your left back exposed, you was all right with it because you gave and took, you know. And that's that's why them two have sort of made me list. And that, that is a one name. It's it's the left backs, if you like. Yeah, no, I think, you know, they, they were both... 
both capable of getting forward and overlapping and, and you know, was equally as good going forward as they were at the back. Um, they, they didn't get them because that would have probably fucking kicked me. They would have definitely kept me out of the side. <laughs> so they didn't make my list. But um, I had Brownie um, oh. down for me. And, and similar to, similar reasons to Rick, I suppose, that he was a, he was a target man up front. Um, but the main thing I loved about Brownie was... You know, he was just a fucking great lad, great guy to have around. He was fucking funny. Yeah. Banter was good. He, he was always good value for a chat down the pub afterwards. If you wanted to go into a serious, in-depth chat about, you know, how your life was going in your early 20s, you know, Steve Brown was a, was a good man, a good man to chat to and yeah. and tell a few stories and, and have a laugh. But, you know, he, he was also, he also had a silly fun side to him as well, yeah. which, um, which was fantastic as well. Yeah, definitely. Um Next on my list, which you know, this, this fella's gonna make numerous um lists. Um, when we signed him, uh, I, I'd seen him play a, a couple of times w- with my brother, and uh, I, I said to Dell, I said, any, any chance we can get him over? And we managed to get him over for a friendly in Dagenham, funny enough. And uh, there's a picture of, of him signing in the car park of whatever score it was in Dagenham, fuck knows. But um, ultimately, when I'm on the pitch, someone I always felt I could pass the ball to and, you know, would get you out of trouble, would would do it, do the duty for you, you know, do the business. And that was Bill. And he was one of my most favourite players to play with. Oh, but when you were going for that, I thought you were going to say Joe Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, a, uh, he was a fantastic player, Bill. Um and uh, yeah, like you say, I remember that. I remember the uh, the infamous or the famous signing photos that we used to do, and uh, and Bill Bill signing in the in the Dagenham car park was a uh, was a stuff of Pendle legend, definitely. Yeah, fantastic player. Um, I didn't have I didn't have Bill on my list. To be honest, I had I had Spenno. Um, <laughs> and again, similar similar reasons, I suppose. The Brownie just he just had that calming influence, um, smile on his face all the time. And he was just a lovely man to be around. And any time he, um, any time he scored a goal, I just you know it gave me such joy just seeing fucking yeah Spenos on the score sheet. Captain Marvel, he's doing the business for us. He's contributing. He's a he's, you know it was fucking brilliant. Um, so any any time Speno did well, the team was doing well, and I was I was feeling good. So that was for me. Speno was on there. Yeah, and and you know, I'm glad you said that because Speno was my number one. He he was the man who I most wanted to see on a Sunday. Um, you know, a bit older than, than the rest of us. He won't mind us saying, but knowing anyone that plays holding midfield, if you like, captain, nice guy, you know, said the right things, did the right things, played the right ball. And like you say, when he scored, just like what, what an amazing person to, to have in your team. And in your, you know, when you spend 10 years of your young life somewhere, to have that man like week in week out just chatting to you and being him absolutely fantastic and he was my most favourite player to play on the pitch with. Yeah, fantastic and you know it was it was an enjoyable round of golf we played with him. But you know that was the last last time I saw Spenno, which was probably fucking hell going back eighteen months ago. And now yeah. we uh, we managed to get out for a little round round Bazard and then that was a yeah. thoroughly enjoyable knock as well and it was um, no always a pleasure. Um, I suppose not, not not necessarily my number one because I don't I don't want to I don't want to put this person at number one, but he was um, he was just the last person left on my list, and um, that was you, mate. Actually, I put <laughs> I put yourself down. Um, 
And, you know, like I said, I think like we said in that earlier episode, we didn't get to play together as um, as kids as much, you know, in any sort of organised side. Obviously, you know, loads of stuff over the park. But it was, um, yeah, it was just, it was good good crack having you in the scene, seeing, seeing what you could do, really, I suppose. We were sort of... <laughs> uh, our sort of in-game skills were probably a bit of a mystery to one another. Yeah, probably. Um, growing up, not playing in the same sides together, but yeah, it was um, it was a pleasure. And like I say, any time you did well, it was uh, it was a pleasure for me in no, the same way. And that's with Spenner. It's 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 nice for you today, and I'm flattered. And it and it shows the uh, listeners that we we hadn't spoken about this beforehand, or I probably should have put you at the top of my list as well. But um, right, you should have done. But I never mind. Should have. But it, it's uh, this is real when it's raw. So that brings us to the end of a of a cracking little two-parter we've had over the bank holiday weekend, um, talking about the class of Holbridge. Um, as Roycey alluded to there, we had plenty of memories um, off the pitch, um, and that's going to be the focus for our next episode, episode seven, uh, on the post-match venues. Uh, thoughts, Kenzie? Post-match venues, I mean, wow. I mean, the crane, absolutely fantastic. And no doubt there's a few more we can touch on. But that's where the magic of the Pendle family happens, really, um, the venues. So, uh, very looking forward to this. And, you know, prepping for the episode, is, it's just going to be a laugh in itself. Absolutely looking forward to it. Yeah, indeed. Big thank you to our super special guest, Royce Aldridge, live from his bath. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you, Royce. I'm sure, he's, I'm sure he's still soaking in it um, and enjoying listening to his episode, laughing away uh, in the bath or in his bedroom, um, taking a few dick pics, no doubt. But, uh, yeah, that's going to about do us for this episode. Kenzie, it's been a pleasure, mate, and I'll see you next time. See you next time, right?